Nick's family, welcome back to the God of Nick's podcast. I'm your host, Holly Reed, here with the big cuzzo, Rick the Ruler. How you feeling, cuzzo? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I mean, besides it being scorching hot outside and, and sweat, <laughs> sweating through everything I put on, I, you know, I'm pretty good. Trust me, man. I, I, I feel your pain. I sweat through at least one shirt per day at work, so... I always got to carry me an extra shirt just so I ain't stinking up the car on the way home, which is disgusting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's summertime, it's hot, and there's no basketball. So as you know, <laughs> there is uh the off season, which is filled with a bunch of rumors. Ninety percent of it is rumors. We go through this every year. We go through this every I, year. I used to enjoy it, but now I just find it annoying because like you get these uh yeah. these breaking news. Uh, fake breaking news things, and you're like, yo, this happened, and you look it up, and it didn't happen. It didn't like, really oh. happen. It's fake. It's fake. It's fake. A lot of times, it's, it's fake. Um, it was a lot of news that happened, and uh, a lot of people just were overreacting to certain things and underreacting, yeah. quite honestly, um, if I'm being <laughs> honest. But uh, if you, you know, anyway, shout out to the chat. Uh, of course, my man, uh, Toxic has been looking for us. What's going on, Toxic? How you feeling, my guy? You're appreciate you. Regular Joe, he could not be here tonight. Appreciate you, my guy. Either way, uh, shout out to you. Hope everything's well. Um, but yeah, man. Um, let's get into it. Let's 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 get into it. So let's let's start with uh the topic that has um can I say everyone? I think this is this is pretty much a uniform um opinion. Um, but the 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 trading of Obi Toppin. Hmm. You, you know what? Let's start like this. Tell me how you felt about the Obi Toppin trade. I think if anybody was watching the Knicks at any point uh through Obi Toppin's career, this shouldn't be a shocker. Mm. Um, he he wasn't somebody uh, Coach Tibbs looked like he wanted to give any type of real minutes to. Uh, right. He he's a he's an athletic guy. I love Obi, um, one of my favorites, um, actually. Of course. Of course. Uh, but in order for him to be the basketball player that I think he believes he can be, he he had to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's not a surprise to me. It's not, it's not a surprise. surprise. It's not a surprise. I mean, if you if you ask me, I think um was I happy? Of course I wasn't happy. But then again, like I like I, I didn't expect him to play at all. You know what I mean? Not not at all. I'll take that back. I do feel like whatever work that he has put in this summer so far, that he would have garnered a few more minutes per game but i think the fact remains is that he was playing behind julius randall and that's not yeah. going to change right um as many minutes as we wanted to give him who played behind jordan <laughs> nah that is a serious question <laughs> i have no idea that's the nobody thing. freaking like, you know knows <laughs> you know nobody what? knows Good. nobody Good knows question. who played behind kobe um t-mac ai any of these guys any of these stars when it's the best player or one of the best players on the team, you don't necessarily have a guy that plays behind him 30 minutes a game as well who's a baller. Because let's be real, like, um, there's something else we'll touch later. Um, but, you know, it's hard to have a lot of guys at the same position and paying them a lot of money. 
like you know let's let's be honest how how long did we think obi Toppin was going to be okay not playing his play style and only playing 12 to 15 minutes a game playoffs regular season as if he doesn't deserve it now don't get me wrong he's not on julius randall's level duh like i think that's that's <laughs> that's not what anybody's saying but but Julius I think Randall every, wasn't at Julius Randle's uh, level when, when Obi joined the team. So That's right. And that's why he was here. You know what exactly. I mean? Um, now, credit to the front office for standing firm in their decision to sign Julius Randle and say, you know what? I'm going to stick with what this guy has shown us, even though we might want to have some insurance. Which is what I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with having some insurance in, in, in drafting Obi Toppin. Now, you did draft him and you did a poor job at using that asset and developing it. Um, but, I mean... It, it's like you, you and Joe say all the time on this show. You can't keep everybody. Right. Somebody's got to go. We got to make space for somebody who come in and, and, and give us more of what we need. And... Mm -hmm nothing to do with the ability that Obi Toppin has had or will have it's just a move that we need to make right now that's it that's it it's and unfortunately we also are coming like you know the extension and uh, not the non-extension actually I mean it's like all right well we kind of know what you're gonna do there um but regardless with the noise that you know, happened at the end of the season was supposedly him yelling at Tibbs. Yeah. Um, we kind of, we kind of are like, there's no way you can be surprised with this news. So, unfortunately, Obi Toppin is not a Nick anymore. He will be playing for the Indiana Pacers. Um, he was traded, right? He was traded for two second round picks. Now, um, I think that's probably the, the only thing I didn't really love about it. But then again, he didn't well, really get a lot of play time, so his value is, is is very low. Well, I gotta find his name now because he put it very, very um sound. Like it was just a very, very perfect way to explain what he was saying. Hold on, let me see his name. Um pardon me, guys. Pardon me. Um I can't I can't find it, of course now. Anyway, it's a guy on Twitter. Um I forgot his his handle. But um, he basically said at a certain point of the season, during the season, they were not during the season, I guess prior to when they were looking for trade partners for Obi Toppin. This and this was after Obi Toppin started to play. I mean, Julius Randle started to play himself into that most improved player like you drafted Obi and in that same year you get the most improved player. So it's like, all right, we need to start figuring out what we can do with this guy and at that point they started garnering interest on obi and, and and even last year they were garnering interest on obi and they were trying to get a late first rounder for obi top mm. that's the word late first round right so they end up getting two second round now you know the difference between a late first rounder and a second round it's like like seven, eight picks, maybe, depending on you know where you're where you're picking it. Yeah. Um, so I personally feel like like and like you said, it's not much of a drop-off if you're trying to 
if you're trading someone for a late first rounder and then instead you get two second round picks for it. So yeah, it sounds bad. Um, do we wish that we could have got something more in return? The thing is, is that he didn't have any value. What were, what were we gonna right. get in exactly? Exactly. You know, he didn't play himself into any value. Um did, Joseph, did quickly go the first round? Yes. He was, he was the first rounder? Okay. Pick, yeah. For some reason um, I feel like he's the second round, but yeah, but it's you know, there's some guys that were drafted. You know, in in the 30s, that are really, I mean, Jokic is freaking how yeah. many times MVP and NBA champion at this point? Um, Joe says Obi deserved the shot of getting paid. He wasn't going to get properly compensated on his next contract playing here in New York. And without a True. doubt, they did Obi a favor. They looked out for Obi. You know what yeah. I mean? Let's be real. They looked out for Obi. They said, listen, bro, we got Julius here. We What can we do? You know, what, what can we really do? Julius Randle is going to play 40 minutes a game. Until he's not a Nick. It's just it's just how it's gonna go. He's gonna play 30 to 40 minutes a game until he's not a Nick. So <laughs> you have no other choice but to say, listen, Obi. And you know, if you want to play basketball, if you want to play ball, <laughs> if you would like to play more than 15 minutes a game, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to go somewhere else. Now, don't get me wrong. He slides right into what they want to do. Now, it's game style that fits them that didn't fit us, which makes sense. Yeah. Cool. You're going to have a bunch of guys that run and gun. I think this is actually pretty scary. Obi Toppin, Bruce Brown. Matherin. Matherin. But I think Obi Toppin, Brown, and Bruce Brown, and uh, Halliburton. How, yeah, his name was escaping me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are three of the best, uh, I think, fast break players in the league or something like that. Like, in terms of what they... Halliburton? Point, yes. Some, I don't really I, watch them, but... like, Right, hmm. I didn't... That's kind of was like, really? Like, I don't know. Like, if that is true, and after the trade went through literally that day, um, Halliburton says, he said, I'm going to do it like... Mahomes does uh, Tyreek. He's like, I'm going to throw it up there. Fuck it. He's going to be up there somewhere. <laughs> That's it. That's how you got to play with Obi. It's and fast not, breaks. Ain't that wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's The amount of touches he's going to get without putting the ball on the floor is going to be ridiculous. He's going to be in the air half the time he catches the ball, every single time, because that's the plays that they were going to draw. They're going to draw it for Obi. Now, he will struggle and play off um, – Depending on their offense, I'll say. Right. He may struggle in some playoff matchups because of certain things that he can't take advantage of at this point in his career. But there is some um, semblance of him working on his off-the-dribble, triple-threat opportunities, which he's been working on over the summer, which he's been needing to do. That is something you need to be a better ISO player. If you're not a big that's going to be in the paint and you're not going to be a knockdown shooter, you got to be able to put the ball on the floor. Yeah, I, it's great that you can jump, but do something else. Give me something else. So, um, I do think that he noticed that and he started working. I forgot the guy's name, Chris Johnson. I forgot the trainer. He trains with Paul George, um, John Wall, a lot of guys, a lot of guys. Um, he trains with them and he helps work with them on their uh, creativity with the ball. So, I think Obi's gonna have a better season this year. Strictly off the fact that he's working on things that he will help his game style and 
he'll have more minutes to play his game style. So I, I'm happy for Obi. I'm not yeah. happy that we got rid of Obi, but I mean, let's be honest, like us being happy that Obi would still be a Nick is kind of like pigeonholing him into just being a backup playing 10 minutes Pretty a game. Much, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want that for Obi. You know what I mean? So uh, there's not a lot of guys from New York who get to say that they got to the league and they had a great career. You know what I mean? Let's be honest. Like a lot of guys come from New York, they make it to the league and it's hard once you get to the league to stay in the league and stay at the top of the league. Yeah. So um, he has an opportunity to do that and go be a starter somewhere by any means, man. I, I, I credit to the front office for giving him that opportunity instead of holding him for Tibbs to not play him. Now mm -hmm. on the other Go ahead. And, and and I think that move is, is is good in New York. I feel like other players will see. Okay, yo, they they they're treating their players a lot better now. You know, they're taking care mm -hmm. of them. Uh, they they realize the value that a player has, even though they couldn't use them. But uh, we're we're gonna do the right thing by them. So I think that could definitely uh, encourage more. Uh, well, it will encourage more players. I was gonna say more stars to come. But, yeah, I, I was thinking. Uh, I'm like, don't say stars. <laughs> but um. Uh, but yeah, it'll, it'll encourage other players to come, and which could lead to a star at some point. So, yeah, I think I think it's a, it's inevitable, especially if you start to win. Um, and I don't but, like Indiana. I don't like them, but I I, I, don't, I will I, don't like I will root for Ob to do well. But it's gonna be tough when we play him. It's gonna be tough, but we still have a Jalen Brunson, and he's gonna he? bust talent, Tyrese <laughs> Halliburton's ass every single time, which I'm not worried about. Um, Joe says, I wasn't crazy about getting two second rounders either, but when I seen KJ Martin trade, it all made sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I didn't see the KJ Martin trade. I knew he was traded. I didn't see the, the details of it. Um, like I said, I wasn't, at first the two second rounders sounds crazy, but then when you notice that when they were originally going to trade him, you, you were only going to get one late rounder, late first rounder for him. It's like, all right. We can make somewhere. I mean, to be honest with you, we can wait until the draft next year and trade two second rounders for a late first rounder. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And still get what we were going to get for, for Obi. So, I mean, like I said, not fun, but, you know, in hindsight, cool, whatever. Uh, hopefully in hindsight. Uh, Joe also said Halliburton is crazy in the open court. Absolutely. He's crazy. Now you're going to have Obi, Bruce Brown. Um, it's not going to be fun again. You remember that is definitely a playing team now. That's definitely a playing team, and that's not to you know to to shit on them at all. I'm saying that's because it's you know I mean the Miami like Heat was a, a playing team. have a couple of pieces, but maybe just not enough to to guarantee a, a clinch spot or something. Yeah, I think they can guarantee a playing spot. Like I want to see what they do in the playoffs. I think they'll be a really good regular season team, mm -hmm. but I want to see what you do in, in the playoff situation. You know what I'm saying? In the tournament elimination situation. Um, so yeah, I you know, that's that's just me. Uh shout out to my bot my, my guy Dobbs. <laughs> shout out to you, my guy. What's popping family? What's popping? The hat whisperer. Um, shout out to the TFE, the the, the, the frozen envelope group on Facebook, y'all. Shout out to y'all. Uh KJ was also traded for two second rounders. Oh, okay. Where did KJ go? You said that made sense that Obi got traded for two second rounders. Yeah, because I mean, it practically the same player. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. They're just high flyers. Mm -hmm. Um, who? Where is KJ Martin? K 
KJ Martin. Let's see. Where did KJ Martin go? KJ Martin went to the Clippers. Wow. Okay. Okay. They needed that. They needed some youth because they, everybody <laughs> on the game, Clippers is old and hurt. Um, Westbrook is is the only one that's like has some age to him that's not hurt. Uh, but anyway, yeah, man, it's 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 unfortunate. Obi's gone. Um, we've retained his brother. I don't know how those conversations went um, between brothers. I'm yeah. saying, like, I wonder how that went. Like, yo just be careful you know what i'm saying like i don't know how that conversation went if, if i'm obi what, what advice do i give him i don't think do they play the same any... yeah just different positions but they have the same game literally they literally have the same exact game. um hmm. i so, think hmm, i think okay. uh, nah, no uh, jacob is a little bit better off the dribble but that's probably because he's more of a wing than a a, a, you know a forward you know what i'm saying a power forward but um i don't know like I, I i think that they just they just announced his signing for sure now i think he had an injury issue um that held some things up with the signage they wanted to make sure that, that everything went through there but uh he is nick so shout out to jacob Toppin. um hopefully he'll have an opportunity to do well here or i mean mostly in the g league because i don't know where he's going to play on this roster if his brother didn't play there's no way he's going to play. <laughs> just being just being real and we just really like filled up those spots that th those minutes that we lost like come on let's it doesn't really make sense so um i do want to see him and jalen martin get an opportunity to even on some uh you know some nights where Maybe some other guys might not play. There might be some injuries. You you might see him. You might see Jacob. You might see Jalen Jalen uh, Martin. I think Jalen Martin has a little bit more upside to him because he can literally almost do anything on the court. Um, and he's he's a two way player at that. No pun intended. Two way contract, two way player. But I mean, he's a, he's a good good prospect. Good prospect. Um, but I think Jacob Toppin has some good coaching. Calipari he was coached by Calipari. So um, that's a big thing. He, he, Kyle Perry has a good track record for coaching NBA guys. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Um, <clears throat> the next, the next part of the summer that a lot of people uh, didn't necessarily weren't happy about is the signing of the one and only <laughs> Dante DiVincenzo. Um, I came on the show a few times and I said they're not going to make a trade or go get a big name star right now. There's no star out there for us to get. I, I yeah. just literally kept asking the question, who? Just yeah. who? Who is that guy? Um, and, and that's why Paul George kept coming up. And Paul like, George kept coming up, which is which is crazy. You know what? While we're talking about this, real quick, while we're still talking about Paul George, do you know the trade package? The alleged trade package for Paul George that the one what, of them. that that the one Knicks um, were, were rumored to to have or or yeah, or okay, mm -hmm. one of them. The first one that I heard was. RJ Grimes Evan 
three picks and Paul George gets the extension. Mm. So ain't no way I'm doing that. In hell. I'm sorry. Ain't no way in hell I'm doing that, bro. And this is RJ <laughs> Grimes. I've been three first round picks. Yeah. And I'm sure they wanted the unprotected ones. Hmm. And a poor George extension. Are you kidding me? Extending you for what? What do you? Yeah. Why would I do that to myself? Why would I cap hold myself to a guy that plays 55 minutes a game? Um, I mean, games a year. Why would I do that? For how many years? You are bugging. The, the, the excuse that I heard was because when he is on the court, he's something special. That's why they would do all that. I mean, that's exactly why he's on the Clippers. Is because they felt that whenever he's on the court, he'll be special. <laughs> and for the most part, when he's on the court, he's special. But yeah. the, the problem is getting him on the court. Right. So, I mean, and then the last one I heard was OB, Grimes, Evan, and three first. And I'm like, I'd do that. I do that, but o I still OB, wouldn't do it. Grimes, Evan, and what else? Ob Grimes, Evan, and three first round picks. Three first round. The first round picks we're gonna have to give up in any trade for a star. I get that. Like the first round, that's why we've been stockholding them. Like I, I get it, but I, I had a problem throwing RJ in there. I would rather have Obi in there than RJ. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just me personally because at least. You're going to get a guy, you're trading one guy who doesn't play to get a guy that plays. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I'd rather trade Obi than RJ in that situation. Um, But I don't know. I don't know, but, man. That's, that's, I thought that's Grimes was the, the untradeable guy. So how is he mentioned now in, in these? Um... Right, right. This And this is what bothered me last year. What executives? Now, this is not to say that Grimes won't be good. But what executive came to you and said, listen, you do not include this guy in any <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, now, don't get me wrong. The potential for Grimes is amazing. But you only see Grimes turn up when there's nobody else on the court. Mm. So, and that 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 concerns me sometimes. Like, I want to see you turn up. Don't matter who's there. Like, you need to get some I don't give a fucking. That's it. I need to see you not care, bro. I don't want to see you caring. Don't care that Julius is there. Like, the point that uh, that Emmanuel quickly has reached, where he's like, "Man, I don't care who is open, I'm open." You know what I'm saying? Like that's that is the mentality that I want Grimes to get. Not all the time. And to be honest with you, like even if he does have that that attitude all the time, he doesn't get the ball all the time. So that's fine with me. I want someone to feel like no doesn't matter who's on me, it doesn't matter where I'm at. I like this shot. I want someone to feel like that. Every single guy on my team. So. I'm cool with that, but my thing is, is he doesn't show me that consistently. I know he has the talent. the The kid is good. The kid is good, but I just want to see Grimes do it more. Like maybe it's Tibbs. Maybe Tibbs has to trust him more. Um, but anyway, speaking of another one of those guys, like I said before, Dante Divincenzo, um, he signed for what? It was a four year, fifty mil. Yeah, I think four years, 50 million. 
um, which is 12.5 per around there. For four years, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Um, shout out to the chat. Oh, my man, Nick Finn. Nick Finn well, shout out to y'all. Shout out to my guy. Free Obi. I got Dante going to cook. Yeah, free Obi. For real, for real. Free Obi. I want to see him fly. I ain't going to lie. I don't like Indiana. Indiana. I don't like Indiana. <laughs> I don't like Indiana like that, but I do want to see Obi go out there. He's a New Yorker at the end of the day, man. Once a Nick, always a Nick. He didn't do anything to us. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I have no issue with Obi. I want to see him. Yeah, I better treat him right over there because what are we going to do? Bring him back to sit on the bench? No. Like, I want to see him go somewhere and, 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 you know, prosper. Exactly. So, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Um, and for the second part of your comment, um, Dante is going to cook. I, there's no doubt in my mind he's going to cook. No doubt in my mind that he's going to cook. He's He is a baller. Like, that's one thing I've learned about Dante DiVincenzo over the last week is that kid is truly a bowler. There's a clip, you know, I'd rather look for it because I'm not yeah, going to yeah, because, because to me, he seems like the type of person that uh, responds to the game mm -hmm. rather than, uh, like I always refer to myself, who has to, to think things through. And I, I think we need somebody who's good on the fly like that. Mm -hmm. uh, not to mention the familiarity of the players that he will be playing with. Right, right. And that's that's the thing. Like, he's so comfortable. And that's what I, I learned about this guy. Like, he's really a down-to-earth dude. Like, he don't... He don't really be trying to be in the spotlight. He doesn't want to be the star. He yeah, just loves so. to ball. Yeah. yeah, like, he loves to ball. Like, and that's one thing that I like about this kid. Like, he's... He's literally just one of those dudes where you're like, I want seven of those dudes on my team. Like, they don't got to be all-stars. Like, I just need seven dudes that I could throw out there that's not scared of nobody at all. And that's the same thing about Josh Hart. Yeah. I feel like you said the exact same yeah. thing last season yeah. about Josh Hart. Exactly. Now we exactly. got another one. All right. And we got another one. Um, Matt, is this the one? It's too loud. It's too loud. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. This is not the clip. This is the clip. This is the clip. All right, bet. Hold on. <laughs> I'm tripping. I'm tripping. My bad, y'all. Apologize. Uh, let me add this to the screen. And this is the interview he had with um, Andre Iguodala. I don't know if you can hear it that well, but here we go. And I was like, yo, why Duke and hoop? I think because when I see you initially, man, as soon as you catch the ball, press up into him hard and, and see what he can do. They, and they normally fall. Like they normally, you normally out there to shoot. And you shot one from deep so comfortably. I'm like, it's like that. And I'm like, all right, I'm in him. He ain't gonna get a shot off. And then next time I try to get in you and you drove, I'm like, oh, he got it. So that's the thing I love. Like when you like what you just said is I'm not a shooter. Like, bro, you a shooter, bro. You can shoot. I'm not a shooter. I'm watching. I'm watching you work out, bro. And I'm you were. My son came to practice, sure. and I said, "Watch Dante's legs on his shots. Like you shoot from deep, effortlessly." That's the kind of guy we got. Somebody who's just a baller. But like I said, he doesn't believe he's a shooter. So for some weird reason. He doesn't believe in his, he's a shooter. In his mind, he's not what he thinks a shooter is. Yeah, I, right. I understand right. that. 
Yeah, like he's not Steph. Cool. That's your idea of a shooter. Right. You're right. You're not a shooter. <laughs> Nobody. You're right. You're not a shooter. Nobody's a shooter. It's like three of them. Yeah, there might be eh, Clay is the other one, is one of the other ones. And, and, and uh, Trey, Trey Young, maybe? Mm. Yeah, Trey Young ish. Yeah, shoot, shooter, 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 shooter from deep uh, comfortably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trey does that. Well, even, even Trey be shocked at Steph. So, hey. Right, exactly. So that's all I'm saying. Like, but that's cool. Though. Regardless, stay, stay humble. Stay humble. We, stay don't, humble. we don't need we don't need the egos. We need teamwork. So I'm, I'm we need teamwork. And he's the kind of guy that's gonna be coming off the bench. Uh a bench with and this is the thing that I love. If you looked at it last year, in our second unit, if quickly wasn't on fire, who in our second unit could you give the ball to and say, go ahead, let's get us let's get us a bucket? Our second unit in this previous team. I wouldn't say McBride. Uh, I wouldn't say Obi. Derrick Rose is. I wouldn't say that. Nobody. Nobody. Not 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 a not a one. Who nope. else is there? Nope. Trevor Kills. <laughs> there is no other shot creator on our team on the, off our bench outside of Manuel quickly so that's every time i look now don't get me wrong we still do need to get some length like this is a very i'm not gonna say a very small team but this is a this is a pretty small team outside of mitchell robinson this is a small team you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying even even julius isn't like the lengthiest no, he's not like oh, but he, he definitely is a <laughs> he definitely is a presence though. Yeah, he's he has a presence, you know what I'm saying? Um, but outside of him, yeah, like this dude, we don't have much length. Yeah, like Art, that's, that's Art and yeah. he's not really I mean well, whatever. Yeah, we don't we don't got a lot. You're right. We don't got yeah. length, yeah. We don't got a lot. But if you're not gonna have length, you gotta have some shot creation. Um, and that's something that I feel like we we've needed for a long, long, long time. Um, we got Jalen Brunson, great. Yep. Um, you got Julius Randle, great. Um, sometimes you got RJ. Uh, but quickly for sure. You got you got quickly for sure. But that's four guys and three of them are starters on your entire team. And in a nine man rotation, is you're not going to get much offense that can just be created off of a fly like that. That means that's more pressure on the coach to have to draw plays up, make things happen. And as we all know, that's not Tibbs' forte to draw a whole bunch of plays up offensively. He's more of a guy that kind of looks for the ISO guy who can get his own bucket. Like that's that's his calling card. Like, listen, we're gonna we're gonna play defense and we're gonna get a shot. We're gonna get one of you guys to get us a good shot. And if you realize his offense usually goes through his best scorers. That's just what he does. Yeah. So it's not gonna. He's not gonna sit here and just let guys. You know, I, I just feel like, regardless. Point being, Dante Divincenzo, shot creation. He he reacts the right way, like you said. I mean, like um, Iguodala said, I press up into him and he blows by me now, and it's like, oh, this is, he's got game. You know what I mean? It's not just the shot. Now, shout out to State. On Twitter, of course, uh, my man State. We 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 got a uh, we had a little a little thing the other day because I said that he has the play style of 
a mix between Mana Ginobili and J.R. Smith. So he didn't like the fact that I said he was J.R. Smith. First of all, I never said he was J.R. Smith. I said it's the play style. Now, do you know how many guys that have played in this league that's had Jordan's play style and LeBron's play style, like, but they weren't Jordan or LeBron? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, yeah. play style is a thing. That's what I'm saying. This kid is play style. Right. Play style reminds me of a good mix between Manu and J.R. Smith. Only difference. Manu. Yeah, definitely Manu. Only difference is he plays better defense than both of them. Mm. And I think that's the underrated part of the signing is he plays really, really, really good defense. So this game's where, you know, Steve Kerr's like, yeah, go go get Dane. It's like, okay. <laughs> you, got your, you got your coach telling you that I want you on Dane. Yeah. Coming out of the timeout. That means a lot to you. You know what I mean? So um we got us a baller, y'all. We got us a baller. Now, is it the star we wanted? No. Now didn't Joe and I and you get on the show a couple like about a week and a half, two weeks ago, and say, listen, when they're not gonna make a big splash, they they're looking for role players. They're trying to run it back, they don't want to mess up what they did. They 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 can't just bring in a star without blowing it up. Right. You know what I mean? And if you're going to blow it up, blow it up for the star that makes sense for you to blow it up, like a superstar. You don't blow yeah. it up for a star. Right. You don't blow it up for stars. We would have made a mistake if we would have blew it up for Donovan Mitchell. We would have blew it up. We would have made a mistake if we would have blew it up for Paul George, right. Beal, Levine. Now, right. a name like Joel Embiid, you hold out for. Right. You see what happens there. You, you see what happens on the front of Giannis, because this is what I'm hearing that they're looking for. That doesn't mean anything is going to happen, but that's what you hold your chips for. You, you hold your, you couldn't, unfortunately you couldn't hold Obi for that long, which is, I'm sure they would love, love to hold Obi, hold Obi for another year and use him as a trade piece, but didn't go that way. Um, But you, you hold these pieces out for a Joel Embiid or Giannis. A cat? Nah. I'm not holding all these pieces for Cat. And if I'm trading for Cat, I'm not giving up a lot. Just personally. But um, that's that's just me. You you, you kind of got to be easy with the trades that you um, go into if you want to be available for the bigger trades going down the line. So I did expect them to go for a Dante DiVincenzo kind of thing. Familiarity with, the with I guess, some of our best teammates right now, which is Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart. Um you add another guy in there who's won championships on both levels, college and and, and in the NBA, just like Jalen and just like Josh Hart. It's a play style. You don't got to tell those guys to go out there and hustle. Right. You know what I mean? Um, you got to have as many of those guys on your team as you can. And they're humble. Josh yeah. Hart taking a pay cut just so his man could come in here and make $12.5 million. Like, Come on, let's be real. Like that's that's what you want. Like, and of course now Dante's gonna come here and ball the hell out because why wouldn't he? Why yeah. wouldn't I come here and ball out? My man just took the pay cut so we could play together. Are you kidding me? You I feel you. like LeBron <laughs> Wade and Boss, right? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, like this is what anyone's dream is in the league. Win or lose, I want to play with my friends right. because I know the chemistry will be at all time high. So um, I'm excited for the pick. Don't get me wrong. The pickup. Don't get me wrong; it's not a star, but I, I like the move because it 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 shows up a, a couple weaknesses that we have had, and that's defense and scoring off the bench, um, and just more chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, what I mean, especially with the loss of Derrick Rose, unfortunately, who is in 
Shout out to you, Derek Rose, for everything you brought to this team. The moment he came here, he changed the franchise around. So hats off to Derek Rose. I'm not taking my hat off because my hair looks crazy under this. But hats off to Derek Rose for everything that you brought this team. Um, the moment he stepped on the squad, that the team went crazy and they went on that uh what was it? I forgot that. The we here, the we here season. Mm-hmm. You know, Dre loves wearing the hat. <laughs> uh shout out to Dre, by the way. Uh, but yeah, the we here season, it's uh man, that was such a long time ago, and it it kicked off by the Derrick Rose trade because that season didn't start off very well. And the moment he got here, things turned around and kind of like the Josh Hart thing. Um, but shout out to you. Shout out to you, D Rose. Um, Ramos, so yo, how many cards we need? First, shout out to you, Cuzzo. Shout out to you. We, we, we hung out on um, uh, on 4th of July. We had a good time. It's been a minute. I haven't seen it in a minute. In a minute. Um, but how many guards do we need? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, how, how many do we have? How many do we have? We got well, we got we got rid of one. Okay, we got rid of D Rose. Yes. Um, you bring another one in now. D Rose wasn't playing. Right. So, you, so you, granted, it's okay. I you lose a guard. He wasn't really playing. Now you're gonna bring in a guard that's playing, which is okay to me because he's gonna be using the minutes that was eaten up by Obi, right. or the lack thereof. Um. So I mean. <laughs> I'm not really too upset, but I do want to see some. I, I want to see a wing. I want to see another wing. Like we need a wing. Um, uh, more than anything, I want to see RJ Barrett turn into a star. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's. Do we really think that's gonna happen? Yeah, I, I don't think, know. But I, like, I think now would be a good time. Yeah. This is this is a good time for you to do it, RJ. Yeah. I think now is a good time for you to do it. Um, do I think it's gonna happen? Listen, I'm not a. I don't I don't know how to retell the future. I would love for RJ to be I would love for RJ to turn into the next class of wings who has who might take over the league. He's in the top five of wings in, in the league. Sure. Top five, top ten. Sure, great. But it's gonna take him a lot to get there. Do I think he has the mental capacity to do it? Yes. Do I think yeah. he has the mental capacity to do it this year? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I do know that I, I don't believe RJ is going to see the entirety of his contract here if he doesn't himself become better. Um, if there's not a significant improvement, I do see RJ being shipped at some point, but I also do see quickly being shipped simply because it's hard for us to blast. I said this is Dre on the phone earlier. We spoke, um, it's hard for us to have two guys at the same position and paying both. Cause that's kind of what I said about the OB thing. So yeah. you're going to be paying quickly around a hundred million. Let's say, let's say he gets a hundred million. From what I'm hearing, he might get around 20 million a year for four years, which is around 80 million, which is, I would love. But if you're going to give him around a hundred million, then you're going to be paying him and Jalen Brunson, both a hundred million. When they both can't play on the floor at the same time a lot, you know, somebody has got to be the starting point guard off the bench. Right. I mean, the, the point guard of the bench, not the starting. But somebody's got to be the point guard of the bench. So um, I don't know if quickly, as much as they would love to keep quickly, I think he's going to continue to get better and better. And his demand is going to get higher. His value is going to go through the roof. And um, he's going to be a great add-in for a trade eventually. Um, which is what I'm, I hope. I hope so. Because he will get traded at some point. Because we have a point guard that's better than him. So... 
I, I don't know, man. I, I don't want I don't want to see quickly go, but let's be honest. You have your best player at that position more than likely. I mean, let's look at the Warriors just did. You had Jordan Poole, 140 million. What'd you do with him? You ship, ship him. him. So, I mean, you can't have a bunch of guys at the same position and paying them all a bunch of money. It's just not going to happen. So, um, there's a, it's a lot for us to just think about and just get over, you know? Um, that one would hurt though. I, I like Obi. Yeah, Obi. I like uh, quickly a lot. I love IQ, man. I don't. I don't want to see him go. I don't want to see him yeah, go. Man. Um, Dob says, I just love the fact that he got to play with Steph, Clay, and Poole the same way Brunson got to play next to Luca. They learned a lot from these players. Yes, Poole, too, style wise. Absolutely. And I, I actually said this on Twitter. He played very, very well with with Poole. He's comfortable there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just their chemistry. They looked for each other a lot. If you if you watch their highlights. It's a lot of Jordan Poole getting past the defender, which pulls somebody away from Dante, and he's throwing it to Dante, and Dante's three feet behind the three-point line, and he's just launching it. So um, I think he and Quickly might have a chance to be just as good, if not better, because I do feel like there's things to Quickly's game that makes him better, preferably his defense is one of the, one of the better defenders in the league at that position. So um, that's something that I think them together they can do um, he can teach quickly some things. Um, stylistically, he just fits with what's going on. He's going to be on the court with Josh Hart. He knows his they, – they, they know each other's um, hot spots. Pause. But, you know what I'm saying, like, that's kind of like, you know, what what we, we're, we're looking for at this point. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what they look like uh, playing together. After some time, it's going to take some time, of course, to get some chemistry. But, I mean, when you got three of – Three guys who yeah. play a majority of your minutes that play together. Yeah, that. You're not who already together. Yeah. yeah, like come on, it's, you, you're going to do good. Jigga man, Porter, what's going on, my man? Appreciate you, appreciate you, man. We gotta have you and Phil on there, man. Shout out to uh, the morning, morning brew. Yeah, morning I always brew. say it wrong. I always brew. say it wrong. I'm just gonna leave it at morning brew because I don't want to mess it up anymore because i said it messed up before and i'm not gonna do that again to y'all i promise you i'm not gonna do it again but shout out to you jay man shout out to you um <clears throat> joe says i think the signing makes is better and i'm not saying dante is a better player than obi but i just think the fit is better for what this team needs yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely um and i think uh depending on the situation and what and how each player is used it you know it's it's to be determined who's the better player you know what I mean? Because they both have flaws to them. And to, to my knowledge, at this point, they're both just bench guys. I, yeah, I mean, and that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it makes our second unit stronger. Because our second unit was better than a lot of other teams' second unit. Mm -hmm. And I think with the addition of Dante, I, I feel like that makes our second squad stronger. Mm -hmm. Maybe not by, like, a, a whole lot. But there were times where our, our second squad carried the game for us. You know, right. they, they they got a lead where our starters couldn't uh, maintain and, and won us games in, in some instances. And I think Dante doing that with Quickly and, and Josh Hart, I feel like that's going to be really something to watch. Yeah, there were some times where uh, Tibbs said, you know what, let's just keep the bench in there because the, yeah, the, the first five ain't really giving us anything. Um, so, you know, I mean, like I just I, I'm, I'm really excited for what that will look like. Um there's going to be some games where he shoots terribly. Yeah. There's going to be some games where he shoots 
amazing. And you're going to be like, yo, this guy should be a starter. He should start him over Grimes. That conversation will happen. Y'all. <laughs> telling y'all, the conversation is coming. It's going to happen. He should be starting over Grimes. Joe, eight. Hashtag Bench Grimes. Hashtag Bench Grimes. Joe knows. <laughs> Joe knows. Um, Dobbs, if we can get Robocop to transform into T2, we could. he's talking about <laughs> RJ Barrett. He, he calls him mm. RoboCop because he says RJ moves like a robot. Yeah, and, and he's stoic too. Like very so stoic. I, I can see it. I mean, how can how can RJ get a little bit more loosey goosey? Is this possible at this point in his career? Like, is this who Do he we is? We want him to. Is that something that we need? We need him to get some of that stiffness out of his game because it's every move he does is almost predictable. Even when it works, they mm. know what he's gonna do. It's just like, all right, we're not strong enough to actually stop him from doing it. Right. So either he got to get quicker or he's just got to be more elusive. And, you know, and that's maybe that's what it is. Because Paul Pierce wasn't fast, but he was elusive and crafty as hell. Same thing with Melo. Same kind of thing. So hopefully we can get some out of our RJ. We'll see what happens. As far as all of our guards, I'm excited to watch the versatility that these guards wings are going to give us. Um yeah, man, I'm, I can't wait to be able to have guys out there. If another guy's having a bad shooting night, guess who's going to be out there? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to throw Dante out there. Yeah. Um, So, it's... it's it, Like I said, giving Tibbs the best opportunity to not have to draw up a play every single chance he has to <laughs> is really what really works for us. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's right. just my point of view. Um... Joe also said this is not the 90s. Nobody is running lineups out there like back in the day with Mace, Oakley, and Ewing, especially off the bench. Most teams play small as hell anyway. Very true. Very true. Most teams play small. You got one big. Um, and you really just funnel everyone to the big at this day and age. You know what I mean? That's what we do with Mitch. I mean, if you remember when Mitch isn't there, like we don't look good defensively at all. And that's simply because we just funnel everybody to the paint because we know Mitch is there. When Mitch isn't there, it's like, oh, uh... Because I remember when Mitch wasn't there, RJ was looking terrible on defense. Mm. And RJ was one of the first ones, I think, like two years ago. And he was like, I, I, honestly, sometimes I do let guys go because I know Mitch is there. He's yeah. literally said it out of his mouth. I was just about to say that. Yeah, he, he yeah. mentioned that. He's, he said it himself. So, I mean, I do believe that um, a big is necessary. But you don't need to have a, a an entire – as long as everybody's playing defense – like, we don't need to block every shot. We, You know what I'm saying? We just need to – the length will help. Yeah. But we just need to play sound defense. And I think, uh, you know, Tibbs will help them at least do that. Um, shout out to you, Jigga Man. Shout out to you. Of course, of course, of course. Appreciate you, appreciate you too, you guys, for having me on there. And Joe's Joe's next from from what I believe. Is that is that isn't that right? Isn't that right, Joe, I believe? From what I, from what I know. I know you like some some drinks. He's big on his whiskey, so I'm sure he, <laughs> I'm sure he likes it. Uh, he he he'll, he'll like that. Uh, ben Grimes, <laughs> he know the deal. <laughs> he know the deal man. I'm really excited for Grimes, bro. Like I really want to see what he can do. I, I I need to see why we did not trade him. I want to see why he's untouchable. Like it's I need there. to see that. It's and I mean, and, yeah, like I want to see it. And, and it's not in a condescending way. Like yo, dude. Show us. I know you got the talent. Um, I've always said that he reminds me of a Jamal Murray kind of player. That's yeah. just me. Now, do I think he's Jamal Murray? No. I need to <laughs> just calm place, the hell down. Place, 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 down. Down. Place, <laughs> place down. 
playstyle. We spoke about this already. Today. <laughs> um, so uh, that's that's just that's just that. Dante Divincenzo is here, and um, great. You know, uh, we'll yeah. see how that works out. I think I think it'll be a good thing. Uh, now, I mean, what else is there really to talk about besides for rumors? Um, there was the Grant Hill. Grant Hill. Wow. I do not want Grant Hill on this team. <laughs> um, Grant Williams. Yes, the Grant I heard Williams that today news. quite a bit. Yeah, and um, I'm glad that uh, that didn't come to fruition. I can't say I'm glad. Because I do think that he would have been a nice backup. Especially defensively. You've been great. But, I mean, how long would he be here? Because he strikes me as a guy that will demand a certain amount of money after a while. And then he starts to force your hand. So I'm cool with the Isaiah Roby of the world right now to see how that goes. Like, I'm not excited. I mean, just just can you hold your own for 15 minutes, dude? Like, that's really what all we really need to see. Pretty much. Um, it'll piss me off if Isaiah Roby plays more minutes than Obio. I think I think that'll piss me off because it's like, all right, what are you telling me about Obi? Did you really not like it? Because it's gonna probably, be weird. They probably could not find a use for what he was good at. I find that so that. hard to believe, bro. I found that so hard to believe. Because he was, it was working at some point. Like, you guys knew what to do to make him have good games. Like, there was a stretch in both of the last two seasons where he was really, really good. He was really yeah. good. He was really good. So, yeah. do I, like I said, do I think he's better than Julius? No. Do I think he's an, a guaranteed starter? Not yet. I think he will be on Indiana for sure. Um. Shout out to Obi Top, man. Yeah. Shout out to Obi Top. I don't. I don't want to harp too much longer on that. Shout out to Obi. Wish him the best. Um. Thank God that saga is over because I'm tired of hearing it. But <laughs> unfortunately, there will be a saga that replaces it. This is Nick's fandom. It's true. Um. We, so, there's always something. So what are we looking at now? Are we done? Are we done? I think right now, yes. I think if it's up to if it's up to us, they wouldn't make any more moves. Bearing 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 any unforeseen trades on the market, including a player of James Harden's elk, maybe you start to hear more of a and I'm that doesn't mean to hear. James Harden will never be a Nick. <laughs> he will never be a Nick. And if he's no. ever a Nick, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, I don't think that would be a wise decision. Nah, I think these guys asked for more trades in the last two years. Than like, I'm good. Anyway, if the moment he's moved, it'll tell kind of like with Portland. Dame is like, listen, I'll tell what I'll be able to do once we see what you do in the draft. If you're really going to trade this pick or if you're really going to draft this pick. If you're drafting and you're starting with this, a young piece, I'm good. I got a, I got a window. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if you're going to trade that pick, cool. At, at least now I know. And I kind of feel like it's the same for Joel Embiid. It's kind of like, all right, I'm going to sit here and wait, see what you do with the James Harden situation. And depending on what you get back for James Harden, 
I'm requesting a trade. Um, now there was a, a Knicks related trade that had happened. Hmm. I think it was the Obi Toppin trade, or right before the Obi Toppin trade happened. Um, they was basically saying something about the Obi Toppin trade and pieces that need to be moved. And Joel Embiid actually liked the post, and it was the mm. first NBA related post he liked this summer. So everyone, you know, they went crazy, crazy with that. They went crazy when they started talking to Julius Randle. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we love that kind of stuff, right? Which and it's gonna suck because if Julius Randle, if Joel Embiid is ever a Nick. He'd be traded for Julius Randle. So, like, it's... You, it's, you have to be in the trade in order for it to make sense. Right. I mean, unless you want to trade RJ, and then you're going to have Julius and... And B. Joel and B. I don't think that makes much sense. Um, So, yeah, I, I, that's just that's just me. I think Joel and B is sitting there waiting. <sighs> oh, I mean, it's getting late. I had a long day. Had a long day. I was holding that one off for about 10 minutes. <laughs> Woo! It got okay. you. Got me. It caught me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't necessarily I don't necessarily think there's any more moves to be made unless something like that happens of you know an MVP caliber kind of player. Um, but you know, I don't know. Uh the hat whisperer says, any coaching staff moves y'all think we need? Hmm. Coaching staff. I will always say this. We should look to add. I think we should look to add an offensive style coach to the bench just to help Tibbs a little bit. That That's my thing. I, I don't know how much of it is the coaching staff or how much of it is coach Tibbs. Like, I understand mm-hmm. we have a team, which we haven't had in, in some time, but we have a team now, but. It, it always seems like he's kind of doing his own thing. Like, I, I I, can't see a team coming together and then some of the moves that are made is something that they all agree upon. Right, and right. That's my thing. So is adding more coaching to the staff the way to go? Is it going to make a difference? Is the head coach going to listen? And, and, and I, so I don't know. I'm, I'm always confused as to how much of it is a uh, team effort and how much of it is, is the head coach and the pride mm-hmm. and skill experience or whatever that takes over. So, so it's a good question. I, I'm not sure. I, I do. I don't know. I don't know. And even if I, I don't know any staff that's out there at this point. Nick nurse was, was, was fired and he was hired by who someone else. Mike Budenholzer was fired. Mike Budenholzer might be a nice addition to the bench. I mean, if he would like to come over here and be an assistant, but I think that doesn't look good in his resume. Right. Um, Is Kenny Atkinson still out there? I don't know. Is Kenny Atkinson still in the Warriors? Let me see what I can find. That's a good question. We'll go to the next one. We'll revisit that in a second. Um, Joe says, I don't think Daryl Morey is in any rush to trade James Harden. You've seen how long he waited to trade Ben Simmons. He would trade James when a deal comes along that he loves. Mm. If he's smart, I think he he has to move off of him as soon as he can. 
because everybody knows that he doesn't want to be there at this point. Mm-hmm. But I feel him out. I don't know. Hmm. Van Gundy. You know what's weird? I did see a report that said that Jeff Van Gundy was looking to go back into coaching and that he was looking around at some assistant jobs. I actually heard that, literally. But they were talking about to be an assistant. But they were talking about to be an assistant, not a head coach. An assistant. Why? Why would he do that? Because he's got the coaching bug. Have you heard him talk? He feels like he knows everything. Yeah, <laughs> but, but a, like lot, a, a lot of them do, though. A yeah, exactly. They're all exactly. supposed to. That's kind of what they get paid for. They're supposed to be. Right. Um, oh, I it, think he I think he really loves basketball. And I think he'd, be, he'd enjoy being a coach more than being just an analyst at the side. Because now you can actually talk to players and see them develop and coach them. I wouldn't be surprised. Could you see Jeff Van Gundy joining them? Um, they they've coached together in the past. I just don't see him coaching anymore. I wouldn't be surprised if he jumped on as an assistant in New York. I think that would be crazy. That would be that would be a good story. That would be a really good story, and I think he would be able to help us do some things. But I do think that Van Gundy is a big per- personality, and it's I don't I don't know how easy he would fit in with just being a pawn. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, on not a pawn. That's, that's like a the rook. worst. That's like the worst player on the board. I'm just saying, like, just a piece of the puzzle. Like, he's not the king right. of the castle. He, he would need his voice to be heard. In other words, like, yeah, like I don't, I don't see him disagreeing with Tibbs at practice and then being quiet about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could see him and Tibbs kind of going out. Yeah, he's like, oh, you should do this. And then Tibbs was like, okay. And then Tibbs does his own thing. He come back. He's like, yo, I thought I told you to do this. Yeah, I, I could see and, him, and, them bumping heads. And Jeff is definitely the guy to say something. Mm-hmm. He's not going to stay quiet about any of his opinions. Jeff is a right. talker. He's Where is Jeff Je- Jeff Van Gundy from? Is, he from? is he a New Yorker? I feel like he's either a New Yorker or from Boston. He spent enough time here, so he probably picked up a thing or two. He's had to pick up a thing or two. Where's Where's Jeff Van Gundy from? He is. He was born in Hemet, California. Get the hell out of here. He's a New Yorker. I don't care what nobody says. There's no way. Early life. Huh. He is the son of a basketball coach, Bill Van Gundy, of course. Uh, I, I. That's. I don't know. Jeff Van Gundy. I think it would be cool. It would be cool for New York if if he came back as a as a coach, as a coach for us, not the coach, a coach. But I don't know. I don't know how that would work. That that would be kind of kind of scary. I don't know. In my head, I always felt like he abandoned uh, New York, and I always had a, a a dislike for him because of it. But I, I don't really remember what the situation was. All I remember is that he said he had like a, he said he had a family issue or whatever. That's all I remember. I I got, and I I never looked into it because I was just like, yeah, whatever. You just get out of here. Yeah. And and, and then it, it, 
it happened right after, not right after, but within like six years, five years of the Pat Riley thing, when Pat Riley just picked up and left and then went to Miami. Like, it's a sore spot. So I get it. I definitely get it. I definitely get it. Tibbs' rebuttal to bringing in an offensive-minded coach would be that he just had a third-ranked offense in the NBA. Absolutely. 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 Which means there's still room for improvement. Right. You can still get it. It wasn't number one. There. It wasn't number one. So, also, that just knows that. I mean, let's, we could also look at how much of an ISO team we were as well. Mm. And the numbers, I'm, I'm sure, will favor us in that division. Uh, Jeff Van Gundy just got fired. He needs a new job. He does. He said Jeff and Tibbs are best friends. I that's even more of a reason for them to yell at each other in practice. Yeah, I find <laughs> I find that it doesn't really relieve you of anything. No, it, it doesn't. Best friends is like, man, I, I can yell at him. He'll get over it. <laughs> cool. Um, he won't hold back to love Jeff. Love Jeff. Yeah, neither one of them will hold back, and definitely not not Jeff. Jeff Van Gundy is he he he's. He he strikes me as as a little bit Napoleonic in a way. He, he, gives, sure. he gives me a little, you know a little Napoleon complex vibes. Yeah, I just remember how he got dragged when that fight broke out, but he was in the mix, so you can't even be can't even be mad. That that, that Napoleon complex kept him right inside that mix. He said, "Yo, I don't care if I'm getting dragged. Word. Y'all not gonna do this to me." Word. But it's all good. It's all good. Um, that's pretty much all I got. Any, anything else I wanted to talk about was just. Slight uh the summer league. I think we have a game on Saturday and Sunday. Maybe we'll do I mean, a post game. Yeah, maybe we'll do a post game. Um, we see we'll see, depending on the time. Um, we'll see and what's going on. It's gonna be an action-packed, crazy weekend. Um, and also shout out to Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart for being part of Team USA. Um that will be fun. I don't know how many games this team is gonna win because if you saw that roster. I think Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Jalen Brunson might be the best guy on that team, and that's not yeah. saying much. That's not saying much because Je- even though we know Jeff, uh, Jeff Jalen Brunson is a really, really good player. You kind of need like if you're saying he's the best guy on the squad, like who is on that time on that team? I mean, I do know that um, my man from the Pelicans. Oh yeah, yeah. Brandon uh, Ingram is yeah. on the team, so that'll that'll be good. Um, let's see the USA roster. Um, Team USA basketball. It is. Hold on, that's not this year's. No, that's not this year's. Okay, here we go. Paolo Bancaro, Macau Bridges, Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, Tyree Talliburton, Anthony Edwards. That's not a bad team. Hold on. Jaron Jackson Jr., who Jackson defensive Jr. player of the year. Mm-hmm. Cam Johnson, Walker Kessler, Bobby Portis, and Austin Reeves. Bobby Portis. This is a young team. This is a very young team. Brandon Ingram, of course, which I didn't mention. Who's getting more minutes than Jalen Brunson at point guard? Austin Reeves. Who's getting more Tyrese? minutes? Damn, Tyrese is the only other one. I hope Jalen doesn't get a lot of minutes like that. Jalen's going to play a lot of minutes at the point guard. I sure hope not. 
I'm sure Indiana hopes that Tyrese Halliburton doesn't either, but I think he, they're both, <laughs> both going to play a lot of point guard minutes. Man. So Jalen Brunson is – he's going to continue to ascend. I think you guys don't understand. The league, there's been some reports that come, that came, that's come out that said that the front office believes they haven't seen the best yeah. of Jalen Brunson yet. Um, like I don't believe that either. But what does that look like? That's scary to me. Um, I do know that his pull-up threes started to skyrocket towards the end of the year, which is something that he wasn't doing much coming into the season. But his percentage wasn't bad doing it. Um, so more pull-up threes for Jalen Brunson. That looks more deadly. Um, and if the offense is really to get threes and get to the basket, and you know, I mean, he can get anything in the mid-range wherever he wants. Um, I think that's going to be very interesting to see Jalen Brunson continue to take his game to the next level. But, I mean, he's right now, he's still, I think that he's still been training because, like I said, he's playing Team team USA. I'm looking forward to see how they do. Um, Check out the coaching staff. Steve Kerr will mm-hmm. be the head coach. Coach K's have- still there, right? Um, I, I don't see him listed. I have uh, Mark Few. I have Tyron Lue, Eric mm. Spolstra. That's, mm. that's really all I see. Eric Spolstra. I'm sure they're going to love being coached by Eric Spolstra. I'm, I'm sure Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart's going to have some words for mm. <laughs> uh, Coach Spolstra. Um, and I'm sure he'll have some words for them too. Very encouraging words. Um, which is why I'm excited for stuff like this because I like for them to hear other forms of coaching and opinions right. from other guys, from good uh, coaches, yeah. from good coaches. Yeah, some of the best. You're talking about Steve Kerr. Um, I mean, Josh Hart. I'm sure he's going to be asking them some questions like, "Yeah, how how do you think we should use Dante?" You know what I mean? Um, Steve's been mm-hmm. coached by Steve this past year, so um, I can't wait for this opportunity for these guys, man. Um, just to have a bunch of uh, our Knicks on the USA team is crazy. I don't think you guys realize how big that is. We have more than one Nick Word. representing US Team USA. And the last time we had a Nick to represent Team USA was Carmel Anthony. Um, so like I'm I'm really, really excited about this unit, this roster that we have. We really got a good bunch of players, man. Um, and some guys that love the game of basketball, some guys that are gym rats. Um, I think we got the right kind of culture around this team, which is why they don't want to move any of these guys unless it's for a big name. So, uh, and even with that big name thing, I think they'll make the move because they have to, I don't think they'll really want to make that move, but, uh, you gotta, and you know, that's what happens. You fall in love with players and you gotta get rid of them because once you get to that point, it's like, all right, well. Can't keep the only way we get to, yeah that and once the only way you get to the next level is to really make a, a big move so you got you got to do something but that's all I got uh we will keep our eyes and ears peeled to any news that pops up it is July the sixth it will be the seventh in twelve minutes um but uh actually Why I did- think the three agents okay go ahead. Why'd you mention that? What? Seven, what? What happens on the seven? Nothing happens on the seven. What's on the Why'd seven? You, I don't know why you mentioned it. You said it's twelve minutes to the seven. 
Because I just want to, everyone to know how close we were to 12 o'clock. So we oh. get the hell out of here. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what's happening? I just wanted to let y'all know, like, yo, let's get close to 12. <laughs> I'm a little tired. I already had to yawn earlier. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah man, that's, uh, it's, we, we've really just been waiting for more news. I think this team is really locked in um, right here. I can't wait to see what these young guys have for us. Grimes won't be playing in the summer league. Unfortunately, I think his name was included in there at first, but I think they, they took it out. We need to heal up. Uh, yeah, which, yeah, you don't need to be playing. Sit your ass down. Um, so Grimes won't be playing, and you'll have uh, Jalen Martin, I believe. You'll see Jalen Martin out there. Um, and I don't think you'll see Jacob, Jacob Toppin, because like I mentioned, I think he's hurt. Um, but there's some other guys out there uh, that we're, we're looking forward to seeing. Get some time, and I think Fran Hunt's even back. So I think that'll be cool. Uh, real quick, do y'all think that us losing Derrick Rose hurts the veteran presence on the bench and in the locker room? And do we need to pick somebody up for that? And I, I actually mentioned that on the morning brew with uh, CK, and we were talking about it. And we said I had mentioned that we already lost Taj and we lost Derrick Rose. Um, you're also going to lose Evan Fournier, which I really don't care about losing at this point. Um, but all of the really older guys on the team are going to be gone. I think Julius might be the oldest guy on the team after that. I, I actually heard uh, this point uh, about Derrick Rose um, being traded from the team that it, it hurts us in a way that we can't really um, feel just yet. And you talk mm -hmm. about the presence on the bench and in the locker room. You can see like how when he came back to the Knicks. He grabbed um, quickly Anobi and and was like, "Yo, let, let's let's go out." So yeah. um, I do think that will hurt us. Mm -hmm. um, but do you feel we should pick somebody up for that? Like who? Who would be a good person to replace Derrick Rose? I mean, this veteran we have presence. we have a bunch of we have a spot or two we can give to a guy to sit there and not play. Um, I also believe that. Derrick Rose gave us all that he could give at this point. I don't think he could give us anymore. Um, I think he well, helped us get to the level that we were at. Now, I don't think that... What do you mean? Physically, yeah. No, I mean, even mentally. I feel like he gave us all he could give without him playing. I think if for him to give us any more than what he gave us, he would have to be playing a little bit more. Um, but just as a mentor, since that's what he was, you know, regular, you know, regulated to being, like he's just a mentor at this point. Um, he's not like a very vocal guy anyway. His presence is there and he'll help you calm the hell down. Like, all right, let's not get too rattled. Um, but I think he's taught these guys early enough in their career so that now it's part of their game. And, you know, what he's taught them is part of them. So I don't think those lessons go anywhere. Uh, in that sense, but I do feel like we we will need at least one veteran guy in that locker room at some point this year. Um, and if not, I do think these guys are mature enough to actually figure some things out. Um, but the veteran presence is always needed, um, especially when you have a young team. And that's the thing. I, our team is getting a little bit older. We did have a very young team at one point where you had RJ and then you had Julius and then you got um, Quickly and then Grimes and Obi and then, you know what I mean? We did have a very, very, very young team, 
but uh these guys are getting a little bit older rj is 23 now i believe is he no rj's yeah. about, 23, 23 years old yeah. mm-hmm. jesus that happened fast so rj's 23 now uh quickly is about to be 22 this year or i think is 22 already um it's it, like these guys are getting older um so Yes, I will miss Rose. I think his presence will definitely be felt in that John Morant locker room. I think, like I said to somebody on Twitter, I'm like, yeah, he ain't gonna be with all that dancing. So that's that's for sure. Uh, some and somebody said, "Well, it makes you you don't know that." And I'm like, if you know Derrick Rose, you know he ain't dancing. He ain't with that. He's yeah. not dancing. He's not with that. But um, anyway, that's pretty much all I got. Uh, shout out to Derrick Rose. Hopefully everything works out for him over there in Memphis. Memphis, yeah. Uh, you know what they're saying? It's going to be Guns and Roses over there. <laughs> Guns and Roses. <laughs> I like that. I actually like that. <sighs> Boy. <laughs> and on Man. that note. And on that note, thank you guys for tuning into the Garbnex Podcast. I'm your host, Pollery, with the big cuzzo, Rick the Ruler. And uh, we will keep our ears to the streets, whatever streets those are. And um, we will let you know. Until next time, you have a good one, y'all. Peace out.